So this game is called, I, it was called something else, and you, and, but maybe you'll still call it this. No, no, I like the switcheroo. Oh, swapperoo. Swapperoo. Okay, yeah, the plead the fifth swapperoo. Very excited. Fifth. Very excited about this game. I'm going to just put this in the middle of us. And, <laughs> um, and so tell us about the, how this game works. Well, I didn't see how you set it up, but I think we're going to start with somebody who actually pleaded yeah. the fifth. Yes. And then we'll figure out who in Donald's fucketeer land of insurrectionist planners actually is filling that role. Is, okay. It, it's going to plead the fifth and echoes this past person. All right. So, and we're going to get to some gangsters. Don't worry. Okay. We're going to get some gangsters. We like gangsters. Yeah. 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 Who's this dude? Let's see who we starting with. Oh, he's the uh, Screlly, I think, or... Uh, uh, did you Screlly? Okay. Let's put Martin Screlly up there. Yeah. Plead of the fifth. Now, who's, who's he? Remind us who he is. He did something bad. He did uh, fraud and market scams in biotech, basically. Okay. Um, yeah. That's just the big broad thing. He's a total criminal. He's like a punk kid. He was running the markets, running these, doing these crazy shortings and all this stuff. He, of course, got himself some really big gangster attorneys. God only knows how he knew them. Mm-hmm. And he's a good buddy of the guy who I think is just, I call these guys fuck a loose because they were also all part of that very early... 2015, 2016, Steve Bannon crew with Milo and Lucian Wintrich, you know, that sort of run up to the uh, Republican convention. Yeah, like, so (laughs) this is his actual friend, (laughs) Ali, right? They hung out together. We have pictures of them. Ali Alexander, they're buddies. They hang out. There they are. That's at the Twinks for Trump event around the RNC. I'm sure that that was fun for a lot of people at the RNC, maybe Jerry Fowler, somebody was in there at that party. <laughs> and uh, sorry about that, everybody. So anyway, yeah. But you I think, think Ali Alexander is going to be pleading the fifth? I think he's going to plead the fifth. I don't think he's going to flip. I think he's, he's going to plead the fifth. He's going to get yeah. advice from his buddy over there, Mr. Screlly, and, and plead yeah. the fifth. All right. Yeah, saw it work with his good friend, and so he's going to do it. It's sort of necessary in some cases. Okay, so who's this dude? Because I have no idea who this dude is. Looks like a, a nice-looking oh, gentleman broadcaster guy. from the CBS. Yeah, network. so that's a CBS guy. That's a guy named Winston Burdett. Uh, okay. And he was a spy. So this oh, yeah. is like part at of CBS. We'll, no kidding. At CBS at Media. <laughs> this is part of what we will be getting into future seasons of The World Beneath. Oh, good. This, I'm excited Everyone has this idea that, you know, spy. He was a Kremlin spy, KGB spy. Oh, that, wow. Um, yeah, that spy that some operatives from the Kremlin uh, or from foreign intelligence agencies are only like getting in there to get into our intelligence agencies and they're trying to take like microfish from the things and yeah, like yeah. that's what everybody's idea of what a spy is. Yeah. Um, rather than understanding that, you know, sometimes it's really important to have, especially if you're running a narrative war, propaganda war, like what's happening to us and you're attacking people within their own culture and creating divisions. Sometimes it's very important positions to manipulate and infiltrate and have people in the positions are, are like as a broadcaster, somebody who's mm-hmm. in the news, who's out there confirm. controlling the narrative and shaping yeah. the narrative. So this guy was one of the Murrow boys. I don't know if everybody remembers that. He was mm-hmm. actually an Edward R. Murrow boy, uh, which was sort of considered the cream of the crop of the sort of new folks. And it turned out he was the KGB operative. Oh, well, there you go. So and he pled the fifth. He pled the fifth. And you think that he is a lot like... This gentleman. There he is. Steve Bannon. Mr. Media. <laughs> oh, stop. Mr. I spent Media so much word. time isolating that I face today. I gotta tell oh you. I, I spent yeah. about an hour intimately looking at Mr. Bannon Fantastic. today. Oh. <laughs> and his many he's shirts. He's never looked better. I mean, he's actually oh my that's, God. A, that's the yeah. best outfit I've ever seen yeah, him in. It is. And I know Halloween is coming, but for Christ's sake, take that ugly thing off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. 
Yeah, so it's important to control the narrative yeah, yeah. when you're working on behalf of a hostile foreign power that's engaged in a direct attack right. on our nation. Now, like you're not saying locker. that he's a spy, are you? That Steve Bannon's a spy, are you saying that? Oh, I've been saying that uh, for a long time, honey. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, good. I'm glad. This guy's owned 10 Ways to Sunday. I don't know, I think China owns him now. I think it's China, I think it's China. It's the yeah, MSS, the yeah, for, for sure. He's, he is not an American, and he hasn't been an American for a very long time. I think since the Foster, we covered that. Yeah, yeah, that naval warship, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I am just making That's sure my that. thinking, everybody. It's just my free speech opinion. It's her seeing the- amendment right. The, yeah, this, the yeah. Roadrunner. It's a Roadrunner thing. You've oh, seen the yeah. Now, I, this is Coolidge. Is that her name? Coolidge, I think, is her name, yes. I don't know who yeah, she yeah, really yeah. was, yeah. but she's somebody. I can't even remember who I was swapping her out with. i got to be honest. I pull these guys together. But, oh, she was- um, oh. Oh, you want to swap, you know you're swapping her out with you're swapping her out with uh one second one second one second it's so Am I doing it with um Bill oh, yeah. Barr. okay she's the <laughs> private justice lady right so she was in there firing yeah. people or doing stuff that was wrong she was corrupt i don't know i have to look at her case more but this was sort of like she came uh, and she would not she she bled she pleaded the fifth as, yeah. as someone from within the, the doj wow i didn't want to incriminate oh. herself um against this sort of Plotting and scheming she was doing. And I'm sorry, guys, I don't remember. It's been a very long day. I had her little thing, but I was shocked that I found about her. Um, we just admire my Photoshop here. This is really I good Photoshop. I think he looks, he has never looked better. He has yeah, never looked better. You are really helping them out. Look at her. Look at that. Look at her extensions this. really work. Look yeah, it really works. Her. It's a whole look. It would be a great what look, actually. What a delicate flower she yeah. is. Did you see the stuff that Epstein yeah. supposedly said today about Bill Barr? I want to hear that. I missed that, Seven. You were well, that let's go to let's go to it afterwards. I, I don't want to interrupt the game, but okay, we're almost done. Put a pin we'll, in that, everybody. Yeah. Let's have the audience remind us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then here we go. Here we go. Number whatever this is for, I think. Oh, Abramoff. Yeah. There Look we go. Talk about a hat. Look he's got a hat game. Him. Almost as good a hat game as you, LB, I think. Um, I mean, he's a he's a full on gangster, isn't he? He, he looks died. like it. He died before things went uh, wherever they were going to go for him. I think yeah. did he serve a sentence? He was. I, I don't. I, th- I, read, I don't but know. He, he got, yeah, I thought he yeah, went he, to jail. Yeah, I think he went to jail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He pleaded the fifth as well. And he's a pleader. He were replacing there he him. There is Rudy with Rudy. Yeah. Look at so him. Jack Rudy fits that cat about, really well. Yeah, working for nations while supposedly being uh, working within our institutions is very illegal. You know, he was like, you know, like Rudy with Turkey and all the other people that mm-hmm. he he doesn't have any problem being on the payroll for. Um, and the gangsters, he doesn't have any problem being on the payroll for that are foreign mobsters connected to hostile foreign intelligence services. No scruples, nations. no morals, nothing at all. No Just scruples, no, no morals. Loyalty, nothing. Yeah. Um, and this gentleman. Uh, okay, this is my he's, guy. He's your guy. Well, this is Vito Genovese, Mm -hmm. and so this was actually from his, this was later in life, but he pleaded the fifth in 1958 over 150 times. Wow. So the Senate pulled him in. He was in front of a Senate committee hearing. There was this new thing that that we were learning about called the mafia, which was Cosa Nostra. They ended up with that term later, figured it out. So Vito Genovese took over Luciano crime family. Uh, Lucky Mm -hmm. Luciano was the godfather of organized crime. He was the one who organized it with Meyer Lansky. And uh, the five families had different names. It all came out of something called the syndicate, which was born out of something called the combination. Mm -hmm. So this is what you'll get in the first season of The World Beneath. I'll take you through all that history and how we actually ended up with the five families in New York that we know, and then a lot of ancillary families. Vito Genovese took over when Lucky Luciano um, 
was extradited, right? He, he went to jail for running a huge prostitution racket. Um, and he was going to be stuck in there for quite a long time. And then he made a deal with the Department of Justice. And he uh, was the first true informant where he actually had nation state oh, secrets to hand over. Mm. Um, so he was the first real, what I call mobster spies, right? Which right. scare the fuck out of me. Spying mobsters, I don't care. Like mobsters who just talk, they'll give mm. you information. They're not scary guys. Mobster spies are really fucking scary because mm. they're in there with, with national security and nation state secrets and swimming in a part of the underworld where, where the most dangerous creatures are. They are the most yeah. dangerous creatures. This came Lucky up in your show, Greg, this whole uh, yeah. FBI informant Great. thing today. Is yeah, a yeah show that was today. for me. That oh, there, there you yeah. go. It was a good addition. And so Luciano hands over some stuff uh, for World War II. He mm -hmm. starts cooperating. It, lo and behold, of course, he set the shit up so that he mm -hmm. could then inform on it, just like what Craig was saying yeah. was happening with Shady, uh, the other side of the, the flip side of the world. He gets extradited and Vito Genovese takes over the crime family, Luciano crime family, his main one, and names it the Genovese crime family. This was all done with J. Edgar Hoover. It's an incredible story. Mm -hmm. But the point being, by the time our Senate and our politics had figured out they're going to start that how organized all this stuff was and how compromised they knew, but they were bringing it forward to the public. They hauled Vito Genovese in front of a hearing and were trying to get him to speak about it from racketeering to murder to prostitution, the whole works, how it all worked. Mm -hmm. And he just pleaded the fifth and pleaded the fifth and pleaded the fifth because he was also an informant himself. So... Who's going to plead the... There he is! He, who's going to plead the fifth? As early as Monday, he'll be pleading the fifth. Because he's yeah, doing a deposition on Monday uh, for a civil the case. Before. Yeah, this yeah you mentioned the that. Fifth like 90 times in his divorce. Like, what is it about your divorce <laughs> that you need to plead the fifth? What, what kind crime? of criminality are you doing in there with your ex-wife? So you telling. Yeah, so telling. Well, three counts. I don't want to can, I, can I say... Yeah. Just real quick, yeah. Zev, can we just see Vito Genovese one more time and, and remove Orange Menace? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Is it possible? His Vito. Is it Vito. Yeah. Vito's back. He looks like an amalgam of my grandfather and all of my uncles. I just wanted to say that. Like, I know this guy. He lives on North Street. He does. He's, yeah. I never seen a picture of him before. Well, there you go. I think I, yeah. I think my uncle used to go drunk a drunk with this. Maybe guy. you're uh, part of the family. We can see it. Familia. We can see it, Greg. We can see it. Yeah. <laughs> totally see it. Absolutely. <laughs> No resemblance to this guy. Though. Oh, no, no resemblance to that guy. That guy. That Anyhow, guy. We'll hopefully we'll see him in the same condition as this guy, because here so, he is yeah. in cuffs. You know, this was a Genovese in cuffs. I That's don't know what everybody we, wants to yeah. see. There it is. And yeah. it was the Genovese crime family that actually did, that Fred Trump worked for. So, no, there you go. Um, so that's a yeah. very close so relationship. This one doesn't transform cool. because it's just the one guy, but he because it's him playing him. Um, I mean, <laughs> he did. Did he plead the? So I found that. I did I plead the fifth, I'm yeah. trying to remember. He did plead he the fifth. I can't remember did. where, but it, I looked it up today, and I can't remember the exact circumstances. But he did plead the fifth. We're swapping him out with Mike Flynn. Yes, because he's That's the it. most gross person in life. Well, thank you so much. That's amazing. Thank you for playing our game today. Right. Job on those graphics, Seb. So impressive. thank you. It took me a little time today. Thanks for the assignment. I was like, oh, this will be easy. And then like <laughs> cutting around everyone's face, especially when they have so many chins. I mean, oh my gosh. It's oh my a, god. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them have what lots of chins. What did we say to put a pin in? Wait, what were we putting a pin? Oh, uh, what, Epstein. What, um, Epstein. Epstein. Epstein and, yeah. Yes, Epstein and Barr. Okay. So yeah. Epstein so Barr, there's a new Michael Wolf book, as there always is, it seems, and this one is revealing that. Jeffrey Epstein bragged that Bill Barr was really in charge and not Donald Trump in charge of the government, which I mean, 
is an incredible statement because, of course, one was the attorney general and the other one was the president of the United States. But I guess he was saying that Barr was being brought in to manage the situation. Two quotes from the book apparently attributed to Epstein. It's Donald's pattern. He lets someone else be in charge until other people realize that someone other than him is in charge. When that happens, you're no longer in charge. Second quote, Barr believes he'll get a big payday out of this. I speak from direct knowledge, extremely direct. Trust me. What does that mean? That's what Epstein Extreme, said. Yeah, Epstein yeah. said that about Barr believing yeah. he'll get a big. Party. And he was saying it to Ehud Barak and somebody else at a at a very weird meeting, which is quoted in detail. Like it's almost like they've got the transcript of this thing in the Michael Wolf book. So I, you know, it's probably true. So who was paying Barr? Well, the, you know, he was hired by the Israelis, wasn't he? First in Israel, wasn't he? Got the job when he went <sighs> to Israel, and they asked him if he would take part in Trump's defense at the time, and he refused, and somehow weeks later became Attorney General. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. That's when we first heard about him, uh, you know, circling in the Trump world. And Epstein, as we know, you know, also worked for Israel. So yeah, who knows? Maybe that's the direct knowledge. Or maybe they had contact together, which is bizarre because it's Barr that imprisoned Epstein. And then the next day, you know, did that press conference saying how dreadfully sorry he was about the whole thing, about Epstein dying. So it raises all sorts of questions if they had direct contact. Some people believe that Barr actually visited Epstein the week before he died in jail. Um, I actually wouldn't doubt that, Yeah. I, I, to, be, so, to be honest. I do remember that moment of when Barr came out and said, it's suicide, it's suicide. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But he looked panicked to me. I think yeah. that shocked him. I do. I know people have their conspiracies. I think that man was in shock. He wouldn't yeah. want to lose a prison like that, that's for sure. But who knows? So these guys' agendas are very, very different. It's going to be really interesting to read yeah, the rest yeah. of this book. I'm looking forward to it. But, you know, Epstein is an interesting, uh, interesting character, no doubt. I think that's all I have. Uh, we, we're running out of time, though. Do we want do we want, oh, that, we, or do we want, oh, do we want sports? I don't know. Well, of course we want sports. Is Kiri, <laughs> Kiri, is that his name? Kyrie. 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 So what's, what's going on with Kyrie? And what else is going on in sports? Well, what's going on with Kyrie is that the New Jersey Nets were like, oh, um, he wasn't allowed to you know, play in yeah. Brooklyn, which is where he plays at home games yeah. or practice with the team. And the Nets were like, yeah, stay home. Fuck you. We don't need you. When you're okay. vaccinated, you can come back, which is great. And all of the right wing, you know, alt right uh, Cernovich and those guys jump on this. Kyrie is now their hero and all this kind of stuff. Which, if you're Kyrie, should clue you in that maybe you're being used as a... <laughs> you're on the wrong side I, of history here. But didn't you he know, say again, he didn't want to be used and then he was being used? It's like, oh, this poor guy. He is flat a earther. flat earther. Oh. He I is a flat right. earther. Okay. Yeah. But he's imagine? also, he's really oh, good at sad. what he does. He has a senior position in the, in the NBA Players Association. Mm. Some other players like him a lot. Could be interesting to see how this shakes out, but I think the Nets did the right thing. Is this going to um, be the bend the knee of this year? No, it can't be that bad. It can't be that big a thing. But it could be. It could oh, be well, they're comparing him to Ali. Who, oh, really? <laughs> I would remind everybody, got vaccinated. No problem. Ali protested going to a war because he didn't want to harm people. Right. Um, he didn't want to be part of that. This guy is all in for something that harms people. It's one of those collapsing of things that the right does that, again should infuriate um, and people get outraged about it, but it's also very telling. It's like so dark. It's so manipulative. It's so intentional. Mm -hmm. Just collapse all these things and create all this chaos and confusion. If something is really confused like that, this is how you know you're being manipulated. It's when you're, when you're, it's confusing to that degree. 
things. But the sports, the, the, the sports, sports story that I prepared, Zev. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sports. Please, it's sports. It's about Herschel Walker. It's about Herschel Walker. Okay, Herschel Walker. Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, are we do narrative. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we need the, the we need the narrative. It's now sports. sports narrative with Greg Oliar. Da da da. Okay, so I okay. look at my phone. Um, All right, Greg, it's, what's it's, in the sports? It's Herschel Walker. Don't fall it's Herschel yet. Walker. <laughs> Herschel Walker, okay, running for, uh, is he running for governor of the Senate in Georgia? I can't remember. I think he's running for the Senate in Georgia. Who is Herschel Walker? First of all, he's somebody who moved to Georgia like two weeks ago, just under the, you know, he lives somewhere else. He had an established residency, lightning fast. He played football years ago uh, in Georgia, so he's super popular there. And he was a really good football player, really good athlete. I think he did the Olympic luge one year. Mm. Like he said, he was just like, I'm just going to oh. do the luge. And he was so good at it. They I could, think I so he's a sick, that. right? Yeah. He's yeah. a sick, good athlete. He was really good. And back in the day, a couple things. First of all, he held out and he got traded. The Dallas Cowboys drafted him and traded him to the Vikings for like 2 million draft picks mm. in the late 80s, which they used mm-hmm. to draft the team that won like two, like three Super Bowls in a row. So oh, he's wow. famous for being what was given up in the most lopsided, stupid trade in NFL history. But before he played in the NFL, he played in the USFL mm. for a team owned by... No. I don't know. Yes. Not Donald. Come on. Donald Trump. No ways. The New Jersey uh, Golden Showers. I'm sorry, not the Golden Showers. Oh. Generals. Call that's the generals. A, the oh. Golden Showers. Oh, that's a brilliant name. That's not a brilliant name. Not call the Golden name. Showers. I think that that is. <laughs> yeah, that should be what Trump's casino should be called. No. The Golden Showers. Oh, that's a great oh, idea. Oh, that's, that's a great idea. Everybody yeah. can see why I love Greg Oliak. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Awesome. I can see Herschel the traffic Walker now. Has a long Trump. As the owner of this team, but the USFL, one of the things that they decided to do Mm. as a rival to the NFL was let's not give players crazy big contracts. Let's keep costs low so that we can do this. And Trump immediately came in and gave Herschel Walker some ridiculous contract (laughs) and that literally fucked up the entire USFL in such a bad way that the entire thing collapsed. I know Trump has failed in many, many ways, but he also completely fucked the USFL. I don't even know what the USFL is, but you don't have to explain it. It's okay. It was a rival league to the NFL that existed for like a minute and a half that Herschel Walker and Doug Flutie were the two most prominent players. Now, Herschel Walker's having this event at the event in Georgia. Donald Trump, Doug Flutie, also of the USFL, yeah. And Tom Glavin, former pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. Oh, Atlanta Braves he was there. It's, he was there. Very sad moment for Braves fans, as if being a Braves fan weren't sad enough. Your star pitcher is a Trumpy asshole. Sorry, Braves fans. This is why I don't watch baseball. Is that the sports anymore. news? That's the sports news. That is the sports I news. just want everybody to understand what the, you know, rolling the eyes. I don't care about the actual sports, but understanding who these people are and how they fit together. Herschel Walker and Donald Trump have known each other for 40 years. Of course. Okay. Yeah. It's a long thing. And Herschel Walker is like a, you know, he's a legit celebrity. He's an, as an athlete, the guy was off the charts. Great. And, um, it's you a know, crazy name. Herschel unfortunately, Walker. you know, I don't know if he got hit in the helmet too many times or what, but he has not been all that great since then. And certainly not in the Trump era. And this business that he's doing in Georgia is very dangerous. We do not want him to win. We want to limit the number of um, football-associated people that are in the Senate, I think. I think one is enough. That Tommy Tuberville, 
Oh, in yeah, Alabama. I think right. that's enough. Oh, yeah. I think we have I our quota of football, ex-football people. That's it. Greg, I feel like that, you're the loneliest sports fan in the world because you got like, I mean, I'm not reacting very much to your stories because I don't really know what you're talking about. And then LB is also maybe not, doesn't know what you're talking about as much. So uh, I thank mean, you. Sometimes. Oh, the other way. I'm sorry. Thank you, Jess, for reminding me. I get interested in, but not so one more to, thing I just want to say it's okay. You can be you here. It's fine. It's fine. Well, yeah. The purpose of this, Zev, as I see it, is you guys w- look at Twitter and sometimes there will be names scrolling and you'll be like, I don't know who that is. Yes. So my job here is to explain who this person is. The other name is John Gruden. Yeah. You're going to okay. hear that name a lot. Okay. John Gruden, okay, was the coach of the Raiders until a couple days ago. He mm. signed a 10-year, $100 million contract to coach and be the general manager of the Raiders. He's in year three. Okay. It's already a catastrophe. He's no longer good at this job. So. Gruden. Got Apparently, the now that's the Raiders, <laughs> formerly Oakland, then LA, oh, yeah. then La, now Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, yeah. Gruden is buddies with this guy named George Allen, who oh, used to be part man. of the Washington Football Team. Yeah. It's called the Washington Football Team because it used to be called the Redskins. And the owner of the Redskins, Dan Snyder, is the worst owner in professional sports. Period. Full stop. Mm. Just a buffoon who has ruined the team. He's been there for twenty something years. He's awful. Every way that you could be awful as an owner, he is awful. Just okay. he is the bad guy. Okay, just trust me on this. No I one likes him. him. No one. Um, they had a huge thing in, in that go franchise. On he is going to go on forever. I think he is going to go on forever. Lots of he sexual is. harassment <laughs> stuff that came out, like like rampant yeah. sexual harassment, hostile yeah. work yeah, environment. Yeah, no, so the really NFL bad. is investigating. Yeah. As yeah. part yeah. of the investigation, they yeah. reviewed <laughs> half a million emails, maybe more. 650,000 emails, and they found these emails that Gruden had written this guy, George Allen, who was the head of whatever, football operations, I think, for for the Washington, then Redskins, now football team. And they're just gross emails. He's homophobic, he's racist, he's sexist, all this gross stuff. Mm. Back and forth for like seven years, these guys are obviously bros. And so he he, he left the job, he resigned, he should resign, but there's lots of of things, because this was like a, Gruden was in the the good old boy kind of network in the NFL. He's kind of a caricature almost. Everybody likes him. And he's associated with Hooters, the Hooters mm. franchise. And he's friends with the Always owner with of Hooters. the Hooters. <laughs> okay. Does so Brett Kavanaugh feature in the story? Hooters. He's no. at Hooters a lot. And um, <laughs> the other guy who used to work at Hooters is Connie Mack IV, who is now oh, a yeah. lobbyist for Orban. Just to bring it all back. Oh, yeah. Thank you. you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Connie Mack used to be, he used to be a marketing assistant for Hooters when he first started. And it's oh, like, really? what was the marketing meeting? What, what, what did you talk about? <laughs> uh, maybe we should make Hooters like, you know, about boobs. Uh, I, I thought like it was boobs. all about the, uh, the, uh, good job with the marketing. chicken legs, whatever anyway, they make. Yeah. Right. That's John Gruden. Not a Thank nice you, John man. Gruden. And, so we learned um, about John Gruden and the other guy, the Herschel guy. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Herschel we learned Walker. about Kyrie last week. Kyrie. 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 Last Kyrie. Week, so. It is literally like a Kardashian. It's, Chris Kardashian named him. Right, probably the next character. Thank you for expanding our knowledge of um, all these great people, and uh, I feel knowledgeable now. I feel like I feel like sports is really. I like some good sports stories. We're like in the dirty area of sports, like the just sort of the ignorant, greedy, disgusting, take advantage. They're either racketeering off of their, you know, last week, mob and and sports. It's like oh, these. Oh, do you want to talk about how your your L.A. Dodgers team stole Mookie Betts from the Boston Red Sox and won the series against the Giants on a complete bullshit call? Do we want to talk about actual sports? I don't know what you just said no. to me. I really don't even understand what you just said. But no. I, uh, 
<laughs> I'm not going to pretend that I do. Uh, do we have to talk about something that was pinned to we the chat? Someone is saying on the chat, we have to p- don't forget something. Oh, no, we did it. I said oh, we did it. It. Okay. Okay. it was the ban and okay. Epstein thing. Okay. We figured it out. Thank you. Do we want to talk about Chris Ray being a terrible FBI director and how hard it is to find FBI directors? We know uh, this already. We know. How about just a woman? Well, there's. You can go on. Is you can talk about Chris Ray. There's one quick. I'm sorry. I know I talked about just. Really, really quick. In the podcast with Craig, he reminded me of a part in American Compromise where he talks about James Kallstrom, who was, yes. oh, such yeah. an he was the assistant director of the FBI yep. and the head of the New York Bureau for years. I think yes, he retired he in 97, I want to say. Kallstrom is he a good was story. friends with Trump since 1973. Yes. Trump basically, yes. here's what Trump did. Trump gave $1.3 million to Kallstrom's charity. Now, yes, he did. we mm. know Trump. Trump doesn't give money to anybody. Well, I don't think it was Trump's Trump. money. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Trump was in tr- So these guys were friends for 40 years or something. Yeah. Trump cultivated him. Apparently, Craig told me that Kallstrom and Trump would talk every week, including when he was president. And Rudy yeah. was uh, friends that, with them, too. They were that tight. Now, you have a guy who used to be in charge of the New York field office for the FBI for mm-hmm. however long he was there. Yeah. yeah. Who's buddies with Trump. Yeah. Buddies, good friends with Trump. Everyone knows he's good friends with Trump. And during the campaign is running around going on NPR saying that literally that Hillary is a crook. Yep. So he, he was that, that colors one, things. That affects things. You think so. You think he's a human being, as Craig yeah. points out, if you're a human being in that office, you're thinking, my God, am I going to go after Trump? And no, I'm going to go after Trump. Hillary? No. You want some I just, mobster spy stuff on Cal? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. So back during the commission trials, it started with John Cody and the concrete cartel. And when all of that was sort of coming to fore, this is like late seventies, early eighties. And the FBI was investigating. They were realizing uh, what the concrete cartel was price fixing um, around development in New York city, sort of outer boroughs, right. And who would get the, who would get these jobs. And it was all fixed through these concrete unions that were, you know, well, John Cody was the criminal involved in that. He was the head of the union. So very much in the Hoffa lane in terms of he was pension of fund, doing that work for organized crime, helping with the price fixing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was very close with Donald Trump and yeah. Donald gave him a, a whole suite. There's a whole thing in all that. So once they had Cody, they realized and they got, got information on that. The FBI, the New York field office, which at that time was, uh, Castro was in there and Rudy Giuliani was mm-hmm. in charge of this at the Southern mm-hmm. District of this investigation. It's quite a convenient um, thing to have someone at the FBI and they were like that. It's so, so useful. Was, what happened here was they realized they needed to get listening devices. They mm-hmm. needed to get to advance the technology and get things into the actual gangsters' homes, the mob mm-hmm. bosses' homes, right? And this had to do with eventually they got inside Paul Castellano's personal home, which was just a coup, right? But the process of it, they also were getting, uh, trying to listen in and they had, the tech wasn't all that great. They were trying to listen in around, you know, Vinny the Chin, who was walking around his bathrobe, and like all this stuff was going on. Okay. So, um, it was the first time Rudy, they tapped the mob. Rudy, and, it was the first time they really truly tapped it. Yeah. Rudy and, and Kalstrom especially reached out to the NSA. Mm-hmm. And was like, do you guys have technology that we could use? Now, the NSA was all foreign. They can't spy. But there was nothing stopping them from saying, yeah, sure, we have some tech, right? That mm-hmm. we'll, we'll train you in it and you can use it. So John Kallstrom was right at the forefront of these, in that age, very technical and highly developed 
um, listening devices that he was the one sort of in charge of that and bringing that into the FBI around this case, mm. um, around these gangsters that, that were Donald Trump's gangsters. So interesting. And then okay, I think he, he, he ended so his, uh, it, his career. He got the tools to do it. Yeah, he, he got, got the, all the tools. tools to and mm. that, when you understand that about Calcifer, mm. that here's a man who, who knows at that time the most sophisticated techniques for collection. Yeah. And you've got to go to the thing is. And what he might have been able to listen in on and what he might have evidence of. And the mob would never have expected this. The mob did not expect there to be listening devices because they'd never been used before. Well, they they kind of knew. They knew to cover. They knew that the FBI had lip readers. They knew that they had things. They knew that they would watch it with long lenses. They knew that kind of stuff. But they didn't understand how sophisticated the technology was. They just didn't get it because it was coming out of our intelligence services. Right. (laughs) The Americans had never seen this before. It was. Highly classified stuff. And I think Holstrom had career ended sort of when he had some questions around his investigation into TWA, if I'm not mistaken, the TWA crash right. in Long Island. I think that's where his, uh, his career had an unceremonious end. And I, I don't know what the questions were, but there were questions. So then he went mm-hmm. into this union stuff for Rudy and, uh, and Trump, basically. And that's why they get all the support from the cops. And that's why the other day, the union chief of the Sergeant's Benevolence Fund in New York was arrested under mysterious circumstances. We're not quite sure what he mm-hmm. did, but that's all connected to all of that. So there you go. That's the show for tonight. Go. That's the show. Mobsters, spies everywhere, and sports figures everywhere. Athletes. <laughs> you guys got plans for this weekend? Um, I think I'm just going to... Hang out. I'm clearly somewhere else, everybody. I'm back with the ancestors behind me um, in, with my folks. Hi, uh, ancestors. I know. We're just going to chill out here. Um, it's nice. It's fall. The fall leaves. It's beautiful. It's, you know, they're, it's almost over. It's just the, the very last ends of it, but it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible to have water. Just I can't even tell you what it's like to be it's... from Southern California and arrive and there's just water everywhere. You're just like... Oh my God! It's right. water. I imagine yeah. that's that's yeah, great. So nice, Greg. What about you? You got any plans? Watch uh, James Bond again. <gasps> Succession is back on on Sunday night. <gasps> oh my gosh! Thank you for oh, reminding me. That's really good. That's really good. That's going to be great. I can't wait for that. Well, okay. I've that avoided was... all. I didn't watch the trailer. I've I've avoided everything. I don't want to know. I just heard it's really good. I heard it's amazing. I heard it's really really amazing. So yes, that'll be Sunday night's viewing. We'll talk about it next Thank week. God. Thank you very much for joining us. It's been really great to have you here tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks, Sam. Cheers. Bye, everyone. narrative is made possible by viewers like you join today and support truly independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative that's patreon.com forward slash narrative